Huh. A haiku presents itself. Return here to me, beloved listen person, for a something. Misogynist changed, though not for the better. We've a wear-badger It's ten years ago, and you trudge wearily with Bear out of the Wild Eye Woods and towards the distant inn, the Tavern of Dicey Delights. Bear, it, it was a real pleasure to meet you, and I'm sorry for mistaking you for our good friend, Master Duke. I will, however, commit my life to you, and I will defend your right to be served in this pub, assuming that there is uh, not necessarily a no Bear's policy, but a, a pro bipedal I, policy. I'm like translating all of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so what, say, Mark? Yeah, what, say? what you hear back is just two people going. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm Jump Thunderden, the lovable uh, paladin. I was going to say bard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting confused with future events. <laughs> My sense of identity is collapsing as we, as we speak. Bear <laughs> appreciates your enthusiasm, Jay. Beautiful. All right then. Let's go figure out who runs this amazing looking place that would definitely accept us at our most rabble rousy. <laughs> As you approach the Tavern of Dicey Delights, you it looks like an absolute shithole. Mm. Plaster and we'll stonework crumbles on the outer walls while smashed windows are lazily covered with boards. Lazily. Fucking uh. <laughs> hell. If I have to. <laughs> they just, they just throw it and it's stuck up there. There's no nails. <laughs> it's a coincidence. <laughs> just happened to watch perfectly. Sellotaped yeah. <laughs> <Cellar> on. <laughs> All right. Well, I know I heard some coins jiggling around in those pockets. So let, let's say the next round's on me. Your generosity knows no ends. <laughs> Shall we, uh, do we? Do you have to kick the door down to go into a place like this? or The door has already been kicked down. Oh, great. <laughs> it's just... Travel into it. It's a salute, salute, <laughs> saloon doors. Yeah. Walk through dramatically. Mm. As bear you gets stuck in the uh, frame. <laughs> oh no. Push. Everyone heave. As you enter, you see a familiar face sat at a nearby table stuffing his face full of pie. It's Grumpo Duclaw. <laughs> Master Duclaw, you have already procured the pies. <laughs> what pie flavour is it, Master Duclaw? He takes a second to finish chewing and swallowing and goes, Oh, my friends, what excellent timing. I didn't think we'd meet again till we reached the claggy caverns. Yeah. I've only got pie for myself, but I think I could get us some more. Mm. It is. Uh, I'm not sure what is in it. Never but ask. It's certainly number one rule. Edible on the road, road taverns. Never ask what's in the pie. Never ask what was slaughtered to make the stew. Yep. Is the uh, the phrase that yep. we all know, and it applies equally to yep. pies, even more so. Some may say. I've never heard that one before, but I will remember it for at least ten years. <laughs> um, if the meat is not immediately recognisable, do not ask what it is. That's a battle hammer original. Grumpo, Master Dewclaw, and he gets jump gets on one knee. I previously erroneously swore myself to a bear, <laughs> this bear, right here, and I po- point at the bear. <laughs> but thinking it was you, so I re- renege on that with, with all dishonour, not intended, and re- re-ally myself with you and your cause. You don't even have to tell us where you were. It doesn't matter. I, uh, I am curious. I if, love you, Master Duclaw. If this was the very urgent mission you had to leave us for in the middle of the wood, <laughs> was to come here and uh, urgently eat a pie. God, I want pies. <laughs> Can we take a second to just reflect on how fucking great pies are? <laughs> yeah. Just a moment of appreciation ah, for pies. Pies. <laughs> oh, cool. I can move on. Okay, great. Uh, Master. You said something about an inscription on the goblet? Yes, if I was going to... Was it about... The menu. If here. I was going to leave you in such a hurry for pie, I'd choose a better venue than this one. <laughs> and the owner looks over and cries. Oh. Bomb Tom. Uh, he seems to take no notice. Okay, Bomb fair. of a Bomb. bear, a dwarf, a paladin, <laughs> <laughs> a freaky frog guy, and a frog. Yeah, the the, the owner Bomb Tombadil 
is just uh, completely yeah, checked fair. out. What are our other patrons Fine. like? Bears, frogs. Oh, it's empty. Paladins. It's just oh. uh, it's, oh, it's, it's empty. It's just yeah, Grumpo Duplo. You really fucked this place up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see him on a pie. <laughs> Tore this place apart. <laughs> I'm here to eat pies and kick asses. <laughs> and I've just finished my pie. And I haven't got a pie yet. So look out, asses. <laughs> Back in the present, you are still in the middle of combat. Oh. And Babylon Tramway has just chomped his big badgery teeth into the shoulder of Margaret Battlehammer. She rolled a constitution saving throw to fight off whatever he was trying to infect her with. Whatever. Tetanus. (laughs) Badger tetanus. Yeah. (laughs) Gonorrhea, is that how that works? Yeah. I think so. That's how I got it. (laughs) And with a 17. Mm Mm-hmm. You feel like you've pushed away whatever infection was potentially. Look, I've probably had it already on you. I must confess, I'm slightly, I'm slightly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> no. I wanted to see where that was going to go. Yeah. Uh, she looks him in the eye and says, uh, "Whatever that were, it ain't nothing new. Um, you're going to have to try again harder, Sonny. <laughs> you want to surprise me with a lovely new disease?" <laughs> Blurg, it's your turn. Our disease-ridden friend is in trouble. I must act immediately. (laughs) Blurg says, my turn once again. Margaret's honour to avenge, and also dead friend. And with that, he's going to try and get back his dagger that he um, lopped into the floor. Unnecessarily, it seems. (laughs) But uh, yeah, he drops down from the, uh, the head that he is affixed to. And he scrambles to, um, to get the, uh, the dagger. And I think he's going to f- fucking try and chuck it again because I do think this is the best chance of getting this dagger into this bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to this bear. <laughs> now, now remember how to use your uh, special feet properly this time. Yes. Uh, let's maybe actually use Fighting Spirit when I say I'll do it and uh, give myself advantage on the attack plus five temporary hit points, which I also forgot <laughs> to apply. Can, can jump, um, try and scare the wear badger into staying still for after all he is royalty. <laughs> <laughs> You listen here, Web Badger. This is the most noble monarch <laughs> or son of monarch. He's never he's never quite elaborated that particular detail, but he is royalty, and you better stay still and take that dagger. His dad just owns a nice car. That's Thank it. you, Jump, for <laughs> acknowledging my position of privilege. You're welcome, my liege. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did roll a twenty-four. <laughs> I rolled another two, so this is going to be a perfect replay of how this would have gone the first time because. <laughs> Natural one. No. <laughs> oh, blood. So thank you... God I remember to use it this time. Oh, made all the difference. So it's the two, right? Because it's advantage. You somersault yeah. from the displacer bee's head and do a wonderful forward roll across the floor of the catchpole beacon. You grab the knife up, pulling it from the wood, and then... Pause for a moment of, like, screenshot. And then throw it right back into the ground where you picked it up from. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it bounces off of a chair just in front of me and then lands right back into the same indent in the floor. I just imagine little Black just looking down at it and going, hmm. The opportunity for improvement is near infinite. (laughs) Morik, it is your turn. I didn't successfully do anything last time, did I? I didn't like pounce on him. I didn't do anything, did I? I'm not. How close no. am I? Am I close? You look you're great. close. You're you're right <laughs> up in his business. I'm Roger. right up in his business. All right. If I'm understanding wild shape correctly, I believe I can leave it when I please. Leave it. Yes. So leave I'm going to do so. I can only use it not twice. Worth it. But I'm going to quickly leave wild shape, and I'm going to, if I'm right up in his biz, I'm going to use poison spray. Um, So I'm going to extend my hand to his face and go... That's the nicest possible version of that I could have have imagined. (laughs) (laughs) He empties one of his sacks. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hidden in the armpit. Spit sack engage. Badgy Badjo needs to uh, roll a a succeed. I don't know what what he has to beat, actually. This doesn't tell me. He has to do a constitution saving throw, but I'm not. Uh, It'll be your... Wait, what attack did you do? uh, It's just a cantrip. It's poison spray. It'll be your your DC spell save thing, which was eight plus proficiency plus whatever you cast spells. Right, so my DC is 14. Oh, Oh my God, you've got such better poison Mm. than me. He (laughs) needs to do a constitution saving throw beating 14. 
He does beat 14, I'm oh, afraid, Oh, come on. <sighs> this explains greatly why Mesoisa was never uh, terribly affected by my particular brand <laughs> of uh, stinky liquid. Stinky liquid. <laughs> stinky liquid. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I failed. I was hoping he didn't beat that. That's <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> An admirable attempt. Back to the top of the order, Sasha. She is going to cast... Enhance ability. If you don't succeed. Ooh. Pick yourself up and try again. Pick yourself up and try again. <laughs> Such beautiful words. I will take them to heart and pick myself up and try again. She is going to cast a bear's endurance on Margaret. Oh, thanks. A bit of piss takes to it on Morik. I was just a bear. You have <laughs> advantage on constitution oh, checks. sweet. And you get... 2d6 temporary hit points. Sweet. So you get... Whoa! Seven temporary hit points. Sweet. So they go first whoa. if I next get hit, right? Yes. Nice. Thanks, Sasha. Yeah. And Cheers. then uh, Sasha looks over at Blur <laughs> and takes absolute pity on his two <laughs> terrible dagger throws <laughs> and goes, listen, you you know, it's no bow and arrow. They're not meant to be thrown. <laughs> and gives you a D8 of Bardic Inspiration Blur. Yay. <laughs> so I can use this D8 anywhere I like. Okay. Yeah. But she you... she's all out of Bardic Inspiration now, so... In saving me for last, you clearly indicate that your greatest faith is within my abilities. I am humbled. Jump fund and it is your turn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no open flame anywhere in here, is there? Currently. Roll me a luck check. No. Huh? That's a six. A six. There is a candle behind the bar. It's not a very big, big flame, and it's not particularly in the fray. Mm. This is a very okay. moodily lit fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the moon's yeah. bright. But surprising clarity, they did manage to... Yeah, you know what? Uh, they invent- they there's probably... They're Probably are lanterns around the room. Bad luck. They've invented I, I, electricity but, in this fantasy world. Wow. <laughs> Shame. Bloody hell. I, I would say there's probably some lanterns mm. on the wall, but again, not particularly big flames. For what end do you intend these flames? Well, I'm all out of um, elemental spells, so I'm just trying to workshop this. Let's go of it. I'm trying to jazz it. So I also have Divine Smite where... Uh, uh, when I hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, I can expend one paladin spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target. Okay. The extra damage is 2d8 for a first level spell slot, plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than That's first. Good. So it's 2d8. Mm. Should have done that first, but <laughs> you know, there's, so, there's so many things about these characters. You know, uh, I believe the just... best approach for a, a combat in D&D is to start with your weakest things and then build yeah. up to your strongest attacks. Yeah. Building stakes. It's, it's like weightlifting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you do the lower weights first and mm. um, then you build up to your, your two. Anyway. So, oh, so um, we are done warming up. I'll finish my flow. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to bloody do that. Come on, come on, buddy. And this is my final spell slot. Welcome to the slam. Oh, I've got a Dirto Tweno. Nope. Great. Oh, nice. oh no, Dirto 18. No. Still, no. still hits, though. <laughs> Not a natural 18. <laughs> it's like Brazzers. Um, <laughs> so that's 2D... Sorry, everyone. 2D8 uh, radiant damage. Okay. And uh, just just for good measure, I go at it to make sure it's still terrified. <laughs> just got your joke. <laughs> Everyone check out Pornhub, our sponsors. They're loyal. They're, <laughs> they've been with us from day one. <laughs> <laughs> they, they followed us from one podcast to another. <laughs> we wish they hadn't. We've been trying to drop them, but they're very persistent. <laughs> okay, well, that's five radiant damage from those 2d8. Not doing well on my damage rolls. Is a wear badger a fiend? A wear badger Sounds is like not a fiend, fiend sadly. But <sighs> dope fiend. You light the room. The room, which was originally dimly lit by one candle and two lanterns, is suddenly brightened by a flash of warming, bright white centered on Babylon Tramway. And you see him wheel back and cower because he is still afraid of you yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we are now on to Basil, who is still basling along. <laughs> basling along. He's just bouncing around around his ankles. Like Basil on. rolled a natural one. Oh. And so <laughs> just sort of uh, stumbles. Uh, he's, you know, it's been a while since Basil's done any fighting. He's gotten soft in his concierge life, but yeah. he's trying. He's trying. I respect that. Mm. And so now we move on to Margaret. Okay. Well, uh, I think Margaret's pretty peeved by having been bitten by a perv and <laughs> almost a chance. Nope, already gave up. Perv you. Uh, <laughs> permanently made into a per person. Um person. First the misogyny, now this. Yes. How dare you? Brits Campbell's back. Uh, so I'm going to actually spend some of my sorcery points. Ooh, sorcery points. points, um, points. <laughs> sorcery points. Sorcery so I'm going to, I have um, uh, the meta magic quicken spell. So I'm going to spend two of my four sorcery points to cast a spell in the time that it takes to cast a bonus action. So cast a spell as a bonus action instead of a um, mm-hmm. action. So I'm going to use that to cast chaos bolt. I've run out of my third level spells. Um, okay, Chaos Bolt. Um, you hurl an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy at one creature Sorry, can I get in range. Ooh. Range is 120 I feet. Heard undulating. So what was the other adjective of that? Warbling. A warbling and undulating. <laughs> undulating. So this is um, this is Margaret's. Margaret, she's pretty, she, I mean, she's not that great, but she's, you know, she's got more reserves of patience um, from her parenting than the average person because <laughs> you par- have to. Yeah, parenthood um, modifier. But every so often she has to go into a cupboard and scream into a pillow and th- this is that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yay. So uh, I'm going to make a ranged spell attack. 19. That hits. Nice. Nice one, Magster. Okay, so the target takes 2d8 plus 1d6 damage, and so that's an 8 and a 1, opposites. That's 9, plus 1d6, 2. So that's 11 damage, and of the d8s, you choose one of them, and the number rolled on that die determines the attack damage type, Ooh. because it's a chaotic bolt. So I'm either going for acid or thunder. Um, nice. Let's say with a mighty, a mighty noise of drums, it's a uh, attack of thunder. Oh, it's a favourite, and just like the jankiest but loudest, and clearly a stress-filled. My God, it's our new hit. Somebody write this down. So not long after the room was illuminated in a bright white light, a sudden clap of thunder echoes throughout the room and you see this badger who was cowering in fear now just crumpled and looking distressed. Some might even describe that as looking bloodied. Oh, Um, I like the image of a distressed badger though. And then I'm going to, uh, then I'm just going to follow that up real quick with my action. And I'm going to cast a cantrip because I can. Wow. Um, because it's not, I can't do a spell. You can trip. I can. Trip. Are you a cantrip or a cantrip? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Ah, what a wanker. Uh, I've already rolled, um, I've already rolled attack and that passed. So I'm just going to give you my, that's another four with a firebolt. Woo. I love this image. <laughs> Mar- Margaret. Margaret did not enjoy getting bitten by him. Uh, everyone has a, a good old fight at him back. And then uh, she just uh, turns in her I, I've got to imagine, does a bit of a scream. <laughs> and a wave of drum noise followed by a big old stream of fire. Um, stream I of fire. absolutely love the idea that a couple of weary travellers are coming the other way from Beaton and they come across the uh, catchpole beacon and it's in the distance. They just see the windows illuminate with different colours and... <laughs> <laughs> and a frog just constantly dropping yeah. the dagger he's trying to use. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh. Oh. Whoops. Sounds like there's a disco happening. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... 
we now <laughs> return to Babylon's turn in the initiative. He is going to attack. Take that wisdom Mark. saving throw. Oh, How rude. Okay. Uh, what did he have to fight? He didn't. So he's still afraid of you, <laughs> but he wasn't going to attack you. Uh, right. He is going to attack Morik. That's right. <laughs> Everything's working out for jump. <laughs> Morik does a 22 hit. Oh! Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. What? And does a 15 hit? No. Okay, so only one of these attacks hits. Mighty Morik. Uh, eight points of slashing damage yeah. as he wildly brings his claws against your chest. Uh, okay. These are the actions Mike. of someone that is desperate and panicked. They are not the controlled actions of someone who mm. thinks they are in charge of this situation. Um, mm. But that mm. is Babylon's turn, which takes mm. us to Blurg. Okay. Come on, Blurg. <laughs> Come you on. You can do it this time. You can do You've it this time. You've got that knife. My failures thunder, a cacophony of bad, and define me not. And then he goes to uh, pick up the dagger. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's going to have another bloody go at throwing this damn thing. Uh-huh. This is the heat of combat, so we're going to use fighting spirit again. There's another five temporary hit points. Can temporary hit points exceed your maximum actual yes, hit points? Yes, but I don't know if they can stack. Oh, Interesting. So it might still just be no, 41. I don't think they can. I think you just take whatever's the highest number. Okie dokie, but let's have advantage on this. I've account. Googled so much there. I think at this point my computer's like, yeah, I know you mean it. It's D&D, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm adding to this my idea. Worrying lump NHS. Do you mean <laughs> the level seven sorcerer spell? <laughs> simply roll, simply lay cast on hands. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's um, they don't stack, so you can have you just choose whichever the highest number is. All right, fair enough. Uh, Derso Twento, that will hit. Oh, finally hit. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's the national anthem. Stand up. <laughs> um, right, damage. Oh, what's the damage on this dagger? It's 1d4, but you can also coat it in your own particular brand of poison. I will coat it in my own peculiar brand of poison. Right, that's a 4, and presumably I'm adding my dex to it? Because it's an attack, yeah. yeah. As before. With a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 8. 8 points of uh, weapon damage. Uh, let's work out the poison. DC 12, constitution saving throw, please. Natural 20. Ah, oh. oh, that's probably a resistance. He's probably going to avoid the poison this time. I mean, I could Google some rules, but um, I think he's probably going to get away with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shit. But we move over to Morik. Mm. What are you going to do, Morik? Uh, I'm going to cast Flame Blade. Ooh. Mm, a fiery blade, scimitar style looking thing will appear in my hand. Uh, now, can I ask, a melee spell attack, do I have to roll? Does, does it just happen or do I have to You'll roll? You'll have for to it? roll and beat his armor class. Okay, but I don't have to roll to like for an action to actually work or no, anything. No, the, the just, blade right. will appear and then you will and then I roll for do this. a natural okay. attack to you. All right, let's see if I can roll any better than previously. Oh, that oh. is a natch 20. Cool. Pew, 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 pew. Natch 20, natch 20. Natto 20. Please roll your damage because that oh, will yeah. definitely hit. And then double that double. damage for me. Double that damage, son. All right, well, I get 3d6 fire damage. Oh. So, 5... Oh. Nine. Oh, 15. 30. 30 points of fire damage. You, you reel back from these slash attacks and from your hand suddenly appears a flaming scimitar, which you slash back with just as much aggression as Babylon gave to you, if not more so, and cut and cut and cut, setting his tattered... Uh, torn clothing and cloak ablaze as he falls to his knees and collapses in a pile at your feet. You have beaten Babylon Tramway. Morik! Oh my god! My man! You did it without killing me this time. Well done. I'm going to give you a high five. (laughs) Always an improvement. (laughs) Morik, my man, I promise you the next plays we come across, you may even be the main character of these. Badgers wow. always fail. Where Thank bears you. rightly triumph, jump was also good. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Every part of that was true. Uh, where's my mention? <laughs> Hold on. Margaret uh? s- struck true and... Yes. Rightly defended 
her pride, a great guy avenged. Oh, because he's that's, dead. That's Wonderful. very good. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That, that was very good. That was very good. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to tell you. I will, yeah. I will take that in place of laughter. <laughs> sometimes they're just great. Um, thanks. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Wow. <laughs> uh, shit, am I getting better at this? Damn. Oh, fuck. You need to... You need to... Uh, up the difficulty <laughs> level of your haikus. Oh no! Paul, start getting your drunker. homework for next session yeah. is to research haikus, <laughs> find out some niche variants on it, and do that. Yeah, maybe you <laughs> need to eat more dodgy kebabs. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's right. The fish gave me oily powers <laughs> that I thought would be Omega counteracted three. by the bat- by the batter, the hefty batter that I mostly ate. But it seems but they hid a vitamin in that batter. No, <laughs> you left the oh, fish because no. it's too close to a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fight is resolved and Clive and Basil set to work cleaning up the badgery mess that has been caused in the catchpole. You are comped another night's stay uh, in order for you to recuperate and recover spell yeah. slots. Fuck yeah. Do we, um, we don't ask too many questions when tomorrow night's stew tastes awfully badgery. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't look too much into that. You know, waste not, want not is yeah. the goblin motto. Yeah, I shall not question um, it. But the let's be honest, we've probably eaten our foes before when we were stuck out on a barren <laughs> hillside. No, just Margaret. Not only, not only our foes. Is that oh. alas, poor Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this something uh. is this something we want to make canon? No, no, that fate did not befall him. We draw a line. There. We ate Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ate Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steve. Mm. Oh god, hey, Steve. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh shit. Hey, does it count as cannibalism oh, if a dwarf up? eats a human? Oh, what's, or... oh, what's up here? <laughs> is that not? Is that technically okay? <laughs> like, what's the deal there? <laughs> Can I get away with that? Hey, jump! You're the closest thing mm. we've got to a religious guy. Uh, just ask Tear. Is it okay? Isn't that cool. I can be. Tear's giving me a yes face. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Historically, good yeah. track record there. The next morning, Sarah, when you, you awaken, <sighs> uh, Petrana is gone. <laughs> she <laughs> left in the night, clearly <laughs> not wanting to. You fucking dummy. <laughs> deal with any of the fallout of. Having worked for Babylon Tramway. Hey, she owed me five golden cards. So you were left in the inn with uh, the goblins and Sasha. And uh, Sasha has the deeds for Upper Coastburg, as well as uh, Forrest's bag of money that you found in his room. And she goes, uh, yeah, this, this bag of money was probably going to be mine anyway. Forrest was my patron. He supported my music financially oh yeah I, he also actually said he was going to be our patron too because we also do music so maybe we should maybe just i mean there's four of us so we could split it five ways make a make a bluff check um, for me make a deception check okay. please that's with charisma right mm-hmm. that's it it's gonna make a and oh no i didn't put proficiency into deception no. in the end what kind of mother am i <laughs> mums oh it's only a nine. Oh, and I've actually got stats for Stasha now. And, uh, yeah, she got a 14. So she knows oh. you're not telling oh, the truth. <laughs> that's weird because uh, Forrest said he could only really take on one patron at a time. Oh, that's a real shame because I thought your music was lovely. But, uh, <laughs> oh, well, best of luck. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll tell any prospective patrons she about you. She puts the money in her own pocket. And goes, hey, look, that's, well, that's a great, that's a great deal there, Maggie. It's a shame about that. Anyway, I've got a much better offer for you, Sasha. You, <laughs> for you see, uh, there is another opening in another band uh, that is legendary in Lower Coastburg, and that is the groovy polyamorous relationship that uh, myself and Sweet Arena and even Sweeter Tim are a part. And I was wondering if you would like me to request permission <laughs> from those two lo- lovely people to enter the group. I could write a letter right now. Dear Arena and Tim, it would begin. <laughs> I hope you're reading this at the desk where we met. Uh, yeah, she turns away from Jump and she's like, I'm going to head to <laughs> Upper Coastburg uh, and I'm going to see Forrest's last intentions for this uh, development to start. And then. Take your gas mask. <laughs> What's that? I said, take your gas mask. Huh. 
And your hazmat suit. <laughs> best not... luck. Best. Wait, what's that, Paul? Best of luck. I, ju- I just rolled a um, persuasion because uh-huh. uh, you got to persuade people to be in relationships. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think I asked you for a persuasion check on this. <laughs> but I, I just thought you'd be interested to know. You know, she can. She can. So, she can you can say it? no. You what can say you no. Get? But I was. I was. Qu- I was quite persuasive. Um, in that I got an, an, an out. Okay. Uh, yeah. She turns to you and she goes, you, "That does sound like a very." good relationship jump it sounds very healthy oh, it sounds like they are loving in- and interesting people that's not yep. what i'm interested in but i appreciate oh. you offering me the opportunity to join you oh right okay uh married to the music right something like that <laughs> <laughs> 15 self-deception oh. pretty good <laughs> pretty good <laughs> music brilliant well okay good Good, good luck on your journey. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure our paths will cross again. Yeah. A squeeze jumps shoulder. Sasha bids you goodbye and heads off on the road towards Upper Coastburg. Um, Bye, my lady. <laughs> just leaving you with a uh, Basil Bone Thief, who's like, well, um, I'm, I much appreciate all your help in the, uh, the fr- in the fracas we had last night. Uh, you know what? Honestly, it were good. It were good uh, to you know warm up a bit, practice. We're a little bit rusty. You might, you've probably not noticed, but um, we're getting there. That, that was technically our third fight, <laughs> sort of. We ran away from one. That don't count. <laughs> uh, and I died in the other. So this is a, a great success, actually. Um, can can jump roller? What's no? Um, um, what's what's memory to see if he remembers? <laughs> Or seems to remember that Basil hmm. was the give me uh, captain. Uh, yeah, in their past story. Uh, give me a history check. Give me a give me a past history check. Uh, but since it's your own past, give me uh, have advantage. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, yes, I would say you remember this very distinctive goblin. <laughs> so it's just coming back to me, Basil. What's that? Something. Clearly triggered by Morik turning into a bear, I expect. Because at first, I thought it must be Grumpo Duclaw out of prison and I should swear myself <laughs> to him again. <laughs> However, I remembered that Grumpo Duclaw is in prison and so it was a bear. And I remember the last time this happened to me. And you were there. And as far as I can remember, Basil, you were being very, very bad. Hang on. Hang on one second. If our paths did cross some years ago, I, I was a different man back then. Did you have a mustache? I pro- <laughs> this is new. This is a new development upon my face. Listen, I, am I? Uh, have I done bad things in the past? Of course, of course, I have. Have I murdered people? Uh, maybe. Have I stolen from people? You know, I have. But did did I buy this business legitimately and turn it into a thriving inn? Yes. And should I not be judged for that now? His words are beautiful and his gaff is superior in every way to its predecessor. It is a very nice gastro tavern. (laughs) Do you know what? I think it's time that I ask my diva, Chandra. (laughs) Chandra? What's going on? Chandra, answer me. I just remembered that I've got a diva, Sarah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I've got, I have a fairy companion. Everyone, including the DM, is confused. Is but it rings a bell, Paul. Can you remind me what that means? We, we had a vague chat yes, about it. Yes, we did. Um, what is happening? What What is a what is this? Oh no, I'm gonna have to improv Wait, something. Wait, so is Diva her name, now. or is Diva the name of the it's thing? D E V A is what oh, she is. Oh right, not D I V A. I'm really glad we've nailed down the spelling. What the fuck is it? <laughs> A woman sachets from the upper balcony. <laughs> <laughs> give, me a, give me a sec. He's, he's looking at a blank notebook ev- right now. Everyone, he's making this shit up. <laughs> it's not real. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, an Asimar, except for one who has turned to evil, so not jump yet, has a link to an angelic being. <laughs> that being, usually a diva, D-E-V-A, provides guidance to the Asimar, uh. though this connect, uh, connection functions only in dreams. Okay, so jump um, immediately punches himself in the face. <laughs> and knocks himself unconscious. I'll have to think this over. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need uh, I'm gonna need an attack roll that beats your own armor class. <laughs> okay. 
my friend, if you need help in this endeavor of yours, I am only too happy to help. So I got I got a Nato one o. Yeah. Um. So how how does that backfire on me? Um. My trousers fall down. No. I'd say that you go to punch yourself in the face, and the realization of what that means prevents you from actually doing it with any force. So you just sort of gently punch yourself in the face. Ow! Embarrassing. And you sort of stare Aww. at Basil. I see. Well, listen here, little Basil, my lovely friend, my lovely purveyor of incredible stew. We've all done a lot of things in the past, and maybe this is inconsistent with my character to let you go. But as far as, as far as I'm aware, we fought side by side. As far as I'm aware, as far as I'm concerned and also aware, because <laughs> let's be honest, a lot of jump centric things were happening in that fight. We fought side by side and therefore I can call you ally. I will consult with my diva in this the next time I sleep in about 20 hours. But by then you'll be long gone and I will argue your point pretty forcefully, I would say. Well, if whatever it is you're talking about, which I do not fully <laughs> understand, comes to find me as a... Uh, unwanting of mercy then you know where to find me i'll be here at the catchpole beacon high five freeze frame <laughs> <laughs> and so you set back out on the road uh now before we start the journey again i want to address my short-sightedness in not thinking about the economy of the world. That's okay. Uh, it came glasses. to play when you wanted to rent a room mm, at the yes. catchpole. Uh, and so from now on, you each have 30 gold. Ooh. Oh my God, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> so long, suckers. And Metsuiza takes off into the woods. <laughs> Ryan's on a bear into the distance. I don't need you. I don't need any of you. I'm so fucking Slashes rich. the trees as he goes, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! What are you going to do? <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> the road east of the Catchpole Beacon is quite well maintained. Uh, this well-walked path is flanked by open fields with far-off farmhouses dotting the horizon. This feels like it could be a safe and uneventful leg of your journey. So we'll just fast forward <laughs> through this bit, yeah? <laughs> sure. Great. <laughs> okay, next bit. Uh, after about an hour of travel... Uh, you see a cart approaching far down the road. Cart. Cart. <laughs> Unusually, though, it's not being pulled by a horse, but instead by a yunti, which is a snake person. Oh. This particular yunti is well-dressed, wearing a fine suit, waistcoat and cravat. Mm. He has a tall top hat perched upon his head, and what seems to be a big bushy moustache, similar to that of Basil Bonefeet. Excellent. But upon closer inspection, you can see that it's being held onto his snoot by string. No. <laughs> no, no one acknowledge it. No one fucking acknowledge that. <laughs> we will give this snake his boy cart, some dignity. His cart, which is painted a bright eye-catching red, has a sign on the side that reads... Dr. Pentagast Snickersnacks Miracle Tonics. Yes. <laughs> Salutations and good morning to you folks. It's a pleasure to see fellow travellers on the road. Say, you wouldn't perchance be noble adventurers. Then what great happenstance that our paths would intertwine this day as I have just a set of great wares for you. <laughs> and he taps on the side of his car <laughs> and the sign folds down yes. to reveal shelves <gasps> with ten different coloured potion bottles on them. Yes. <laughs> Shopping. These special liquids are a cure-all for anything that ails you. Paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, or prone. One of my certified miracle tonics will do the trick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow. I'm sorry, Jump. You're tapping out this guy's end. Jump clamps. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> jump, take the car. That's fine. <laughs> will any of these potions give me your lyrical ability? It is, <laughs> frankly, awe-inspiring. My potions will do anything they can cure and create any amount of words you could possibly imagine. We'll take time. Do they do that, though? Quick, everyone get the gold. <laughs> Friends, we must amass all of our gold together so that we might more easily hand it to this gentleman. Well, you're in luck, heroes, for today only I'm offering these incredible cure-alls for the low, low price of 30 gold each. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredibly convenient. <laughs> We're not even going to have to count. Wowie. Mark's lined up. He's right up front. <laughs> um, it, none of us is a voice of reason. So. Margaret, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, be reasonable. Ten, there are ten potion bottles on Dr. Pentagast Snicker Snacks' cart. Oh. They are different colours, but 
he seems to believe they are all the same potion and all do the same thing. Okay. That may not be true. Okay. But I will describe all 10 potions to you, and then you can each just choose a potion okay. to buy. Okay. Mm. Love this. So, potions one and two look identical. They are a glimmering red liquid. Uh, and these are the two that I will tell you because any adventurer worth their salt would know that these two are potions of healing. Okay. Potion three is a dense purple liquid with an ovoid of pink floating in it. Potion four is an orange liquid with smoke collecting at the top of the flask. Potion five is a cloudy green fluid with a jellyfish-like bubble floating in it. Potion six is an amber liquid. Suspended in the fluid are a scorpion's tail, an adder's fang, a dead spider, and a tiny hair what that, oh no a tiny heart oh. against all reason <laughs> is still beating Ooh. <laughs> it's just a pube in it potion seven <laughs> is a clear <laughs> liquid <laughs> accidentally fell I, in there I, I left, I, I left the t off of heart and i was like what word did i mean to spell here Whoops. So i was like i probably meant to say hair and i kept oh, reading wait. it was like no nah, i meant to say heart. i've got to stop preparing um, potions near my genitals <laughs> <laughs> well you know what Just you know it's not it. dr pentagast snickersnacks because gen- <laughs> yes, uh, he's hairless more disturbing <laughs> where did this come from pube of sailor <laughs> <laughs> Potion 7 is a clear liquid with a red bead in the centre that is continuously expanding and contrasting. Potion 8 is a muddy liquid with a fish scale and a cat claw floating in it. Potion 9 is a blue liquid that is cool to the touch, but bubbles and steams as if boiling. And Potion 10 seems to be an entirely empty container. Well... Okay. I want to haggle with this guy. And I'm trying to think. The problem is... Very noble. I want to to use my position of privilege to do so. (laughs) I can't think of a way of doing that as blur. I should not pay this much. I'm rich. (laughs) Um, And and let me tell you something, Paul. Uh I might have cut you off at the pass by making it that he has an incredibly high... (laughs) You'd have to roll incredibly high to beat this man's... um... I can't think of any way. It's tricky. I'm not entirely sure how position of privilege translates into mechanics. People just like you. Do you know who I am? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you see, that's the thing. It's unless it happens naturally. Mm. I think basically Um, Blur's never going to rely on this. So so if you could just vaguely bear it in mind. But if it's not going to apply here, that's fine. It's not. Okay. You will not be. Okay. You will not be. You will not be walking away from this cart with more than one potion. <laughs> that's fine. I, I wanted to walk away from the cart with one potion and some money. Is all. But listen, that's, the that's... money thing. The money thing was a joke. I'm literally never gonna. S- yeah. Go back to it okay, again. <laughs> all right. Fine. <laughs> Grand. I shall. So we all just pick a color, right? Yeah. Well, I'm taking potion eight with the cat claw. Oh. Mm. Interesting. I feel- Yes. What makes you What makes you drawn to eight? It resonates with me. I should have I asked that in is... character, I guess. <laughs> go on, do it. Uh, yeah, you, you go to pick up potion eight, and he goes, oh, that's, that's a wonderful potion. It'll cure anything from tuberculosis to sleep paralysis. <laughs> Fantasy gonorrhea. You can never be too safe when it comes to sleep paralysis. It is a leading cause of death amongst grungs when they experience sleep paralysis and then are eaten by a large <gasps> fish. <laughs> oh, poor grung. This, this potion shall greatly benefit me. Thank you, wise purveyor. Please take one all of my money. <laughs> uh, so you have a muddy liquid with a fish scale and a cat claw floating Ooh. in it. If you find just an apothecary or wizard who knows the um, identify spell you'd be able to find out what this is. Or you can always just risk drinking it at a certain Slam point. Slam it. Well, Do we, can we just all take them around it. the campfire that evening? Down on three. In another I rowdy am. night. Yeah, Blair will take part in that, uh, comfortable in the knowledge that he is immune to poison. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. Oh, I've got resilience against poisons. Yay. Uh, potion eight is gone. Okay. Sorry to jump in like that, my friends, but I felt a strong jump affinity in. with this muddy like liquid. <laughs> I did jump in. I, do, I always do that. Such is my species. I think it is only right 
that I take the clear liquid with the red bead continuously expanding and contracting because that is like the ebb and flow of people's love for me. Oh, boy. Wow, incredibly depressing, sir. Please take your miracle tonic. <laughs> okay, num- number seven. Seven, uh, yeah. 30 gold for you, my good purveyor of uh, exactly what you said the last potion would cure. Exactly. You've got an ailment. I've got a cure. And is there any of these potions? <laughs> what made you choose this one potion of the same <laughs> identical potions I have? <laughs> they might look different, but they do the same thing. <laughs> Blur, Blur gives Jump a little nudge on the, on the knee and says, my admiration for you never contracts. Aww. Thank you, my man. Just like my immunity to your uh, various poisons <laughs> never diminishes and I touch him. For the love of God, <laughs> you must. <laughs> well, uh, DC... Yeah, 17. Okay. You see you're what getting, I mean? <laughs> you're getting much better at that, and you get like a rash where you don't think it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's mild eczema. You're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it does itch. It itches a bit. It's starting to look like the black plague is like swelling. Like, oh, hang on. Yeah. Itching a bit or dying? <laughs> yeah, hang on, purveyor. This is significantly better than the first five times you did this. <laughs> And substantially better than the last time Stephen did it. <laughs> oh, Stephen. We're building a, a rich law as to just how rich. Stephen died, I guess. It's a rich death law. Eventually the fans will be able to put this all together and figure out the order of things that had to happen for Indeed. Stephen to die horrifically. Indeed. And if they do that, please tell us. Yeah, yeah, we if they ever figure out if they no, ever figure out if his name is Steve or Stephen, then that would be really <laughs> yeah, that would also help. Uh the one that looks like it's holding nothing, does it have weight to it as though it were it does. Full. When you pick it up, it does feel like there's a liquid inside, although you cannot see the liquid. Can I hear a sloshing? Yes. It's Coke Extra Zero. <laughs> Literally no Crystal Coke. Pepsi. It's Coke, no Coke. Um, Coke Zero some. I'm tempted by that. Another colour combination I liked was the pink and purple one. Purple mm. and pink. Sensual. That's also a nice colour. Mm. Like Margaret. I held them up next to my face. I'm like, which one, co- which one goes with my eyes? Which one? Um... Look, the glass compliments uh, compliments it either way. I look, I look at Blur and shrug. Useful. <laughs> <laughs> Turn to Morik. Morik, come on. Which one? Which one goes in my eyes? I think the purple one. The purple one. Oh, okay. I'll take that one then. Yeah, all right. It's not what I thought, but... Okay, potion free is off the table. It looks nice against your black t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> I said eyes, Morik. <laughs> God damn it, Morik! I said eyes. <laughs> Fucking useless you are. God damn it, Morik! Oh, okay, the clear up, one. Up here, Morik. Up here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those. I'm sorry. I was distracted. <laughs> May I partake in a touching? <laughs> now who's the pervert? Jesus, Morik. We mustn't help the slash fictioners. Let them do their work <laughs> in private. God help us in private. <laughs> God help a private. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, idiot. <laughs> Me. That's Mark. right, Mark. It's just you now. Mark has been softly bouncing from foot to foot with his hands oh. up like this. He's got such big feet. So even though... He, yeah, <laughs> just the sound just quietly. of it. <laughs> just, <yeah. laughs> My good snakes, uh, even though I was first in the queue, I'm somehow last to choose. <laughs> I, I like green. I will take green. Please. Fuck. Uh, which one was the green? green left? Oh, the uh, cloudy green fluid with a jellyfish-like bubble floating in it. Ooh. I cup it in my tiny hands. Why I've said that out loud, I don't know. Tiny hands? You're <laughs> just, wait, just hey, tiny, tiny hands. Oh my God, Mestrito is huge, but has tiny hands. <laughs> He's got his tiny hands. No, he doesn't. They're huge. Every time you cut, it's perfect. Every time you handle something, you cut to a you cut to an intense closer with these tiny little child hands. It's just like two doll hands coming out the sleeves. I meant, I meant the other way around. The ti- the tiny vial in my giant hands. Sure, Mark. My tiny hands. You've all made excellent choices this day to invest in Dr. Pentecost's Nickel Snacks Miracle Tonics. You'll be safe on the road going forward, heroes. Nothing can stop you now. Uh, and he slaps the side of his cart and the sign just folds back up quickly and he starts slivering away. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, sir. The road ahead seems long. The next iconic location upon your quest is, in fact, <laughs> the Claggy Caverns. Yeah, they are but they may be somewhat down the road. 
but you know you're well rested, you have your spell slots, and you now have four miracle tonics mm. in hand. Mm. What could possibly stop you? Nothing! From <laughs> drinking the miracle tonics right now, before the end of the episode. <laughs> Dyke. Please. Please. We make camp very quickly. <laughs> Are you going to just drink the tonics tonight? <laughs> What's in those potions, eh? Juice? Something else? I know I'm excited to find out, and you can too by continuing to listen to Quest Fantastic, which is Jen Blundell as Margaret Battlehammer, Nell Heald as Morrick, Paul Salt as Blair, Paul Goodman as Jump Fundenden, and Sarah Keep as everyone else. Story by Sarah Keep, music and editing by me, with additional sounds credited in the description. Good riddance, you misogynist wear badger, and great welcomance to the next leg of the adventure. What will the justice loving friends see next? I know, because we've already recorded the next session, but it's still exciting, right? Right, and I'll be staring right into your eyes when you open the next episode, like that aunt at Christmas who always gets you the same thing because you said you loved it once and she's not one to look a gift horse in the mouth. But I tell you what, next time old aunt gift horse gets up in your peripherals, you can tell her about Quest Fantastic. Word of mouth is powerful like a mother wronged. And we really mean it when we say that you telling a friend or leaving a review is the best thing you can do for us. So if you love what we're doing, spread the word. Talk us up on social media, stare at the sun, and one day... I promise it will say Quest Fantastic on your eyelids uh, so you can be with us when you sleep. But most importantly, subscribe on your favourite podcatcher and get that new episode in your instantaneous zone. If you want more from us, Jen and Sarah host the queer actual play podcast Roll Plus Heart. Paul Salt is film critic for Screen Mayhem and hosts the podcast Jen and the Film Critic with Whisper on the Wind, Jen Blundell. And Salt and I host the podcast One Good Thing where we find good things in bad movies and recommend better ones because the Queen asked us to for her birthday. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Quest Fantastic. Send us an email at gmail at questfantastic at gmail.com and Sarah's on Twitter at Penguin Panic for all of her beautiful artwork. All of the links and handles will be in the episode description. Next episode's coming out on Monday the 2nd of May. What are you doing? Time, get back here. So we'll quest you on the next Fantastic. Bye! Bye!